0: The J Doherty Podcast, Episode Number Twelve, recorded Friday, February sixteenth, twenty eighteen. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode twelve of the J Doherty Podcast. My name is Jay Doherty, and today is a good. Episode today we're going to be talking about tips for building an online course. Now I've had I've had a couple online courses in the past. Only I only have one right now that is uh, you know up and running, and I've had tremendous success with it. It is a totally free course, and we'll be talking about that. It's all on Adobe Audition, which is my audio editing software of choice. Uh, but we'll talk about that course later. I want to kind of talk about. How you can build an online course, what you can expect to get out of it, and also the technical side, because all the things that I've, uh, all the you know kind of tutorials, all the, um, all all the kind of uh, ways to launch an online course and instructional guides on how to launch an online course don't get into the technical stuff. They only kind of talk about the benefits, or they talk about you know things that wouldn't really pertain in the real life situation to what you might want to do with an online course. So. I guess I'm just going to start by hitting a couple main points. The first one is, you don't need any fancy software to do this. You don't need it. You might want it in the future if you get you know thousands, tens of thousands of people signing up. But if you're having one to maybe 2,000 people, you don't need anything extremely fancy. You know, I've had uh, about 596 people so far sign up for my Adobe Audition course. It's completely automated, everything, it's one uh, large video file, they download it on their computer, they watch the tutorial, they follow along, and it's I'm doing it all for free with uh, my WordPress account, and I'll be talking, if you have a WordPress account, it is so easy to launch an online course, you won't even believe it, um, especially if you want it to be completely automated where you don't even have to do anything, and even though mine's Free. You have the option with the with the program I'm going to tell you about. You have the option to charge. So if you have an online course and it's one big video file or something of the sort, then you can go ahead, upload it to uh, WordPress, and then I'll tell you about the uh, company that I use to host it. You can charge as much as you want for them to, and they can download the video file. They can view it in their browser, and uh, you can ask for contact information, things like that, and you'll get emailed notified every time they place an order. the customer places in order. It's really awesome, uh, and I'll be talking about in the sec- that in a second. So, my first point is, you don't need any fancy software. My second point is, you have to have something that will actually be valuable and that will actually pertain to people. You have to have something to share, and you have to have something to say, because if you don't have that, people are going to ask for refunds, or they're just not even going to buy the course. So, you want to make sure that you have things that um, contain, like, actionable information that can actually help the person with their thing, not anything that they could just go find on Google and you know learn the whole thing. You want to have something that's kind of exclusive to your course, and especially if they're paying for it, you want to make that very clear. Um, and you can you know, go ahead and on my website, you can go to j-dority.com slash audition. You can see how I have kind of the sales page for that, even though no one's paying money for it. I put time into it just as if someone or if the customers were asked to pay money for the course. So that that is how I did it. Um, as I said, I have a course on Adobe Audition, but I also have another course, uh, coming out in this, in the summer, June of 2018. It is all about Final Cut Pro, my editing software, my video editing software of choice. So, um, that's coming up. I will give some more information later on in this episode, but that is coming up. Also, um... I have another tip for online courses here in my notes. You want to, in my opinion, and this is not for everyone, especially if you have something enormous, you know, that you want to share with people. You want to make sure that you start, when you start doing online courses, you want to make sure that you um, start pricing it for free. And then as people begin to trust you and like you and know you. Then you kind of start rising up the prices. That's my personal advice, especially at my age. But if you have something that you feel people are gonna love and they're just gonna go, you know, buy uh, the whole course like for seven hundred bucks or maybe even the thousands of dollars, then go ahead and sell it. But I personally think for if you, especially if you're new and no one knows you, you want to start out pricing for free. So that is what you're gonna do. Uh, in t- that's what I recommend you do in terms of. Um, you know, the technical side and what you in the financial side of the whole entire thing. Now we'll get to the technical side. So for WordPress, if you have a WordPress account, it is unbelievably easy to create a very simple, totally automated online course. So for WordPress, I use a plug-in and this is only for people with the business plan. So, you know, you could pretty much do I think anything with the business plan. It's pretty awesome. I highly recommend you go ahead and do that. Um so yeah, anyway, you want to go and get a plugin called WooCommerce. Now, WooCommerce is a plugin by WordPress, and uh, it is perfect. I mean, it's it's really, really good. You can have coupon codes. You can have, um, you can adjust the price. You can get paid to your PayPal account. You can get paid to a credit card account directly to your bank. You can do whatever you want and it just pays you automatically, and they have autoresponders for the email, so when someone someone signs up for their course, they don't get the information in, their, um, in the web browser, they get it in their email, so that's really awesome, and you can ask for contact details if they're required, you can add contact details, and re- it's really awesome, uh, but if you don't want to do that, if you don't want to have if you don't have WordPress, you use maybe another hosting site, or you just don't. You want to keep WordPress and your online course separate, then you use a software called Teachable. Now, now Teachable is very user friendly for the uh, people on the other end, and I believe the uh, instructor is the instructor side of it is also very user friendly. However, it is expensive. It starts at thirty nine ninety nine a month. Um, and then if you, I mean, that's why I think it's like three courses you get, uh, I can double check that, but you get, uh, a certain amount of courses for thirty nine ninety nine but if you really want the real valuable, the, the real value out of the product, uh, the $99 a month plan is the better plan, so I just don't see if you can do it with WordPress and you can you know, do just have kind of a more automated, more downloadable file experience, and I don't know what I'm kind of like saying, but I just think WordPress, if you could do it for free on WordPress, then why spend, you know, the hundred bucks a month on Teachable? There's nothing against Teachable. I've taken online courses that use Teachable. I love Teachable so much. It's just that... For the instructor side of it, unless you have like hundreds of thousands of people or just like over maybe 35,000 people taking your course, then I would use WordPress with WooCommerce, and that could even handle 35,000 people. There's huge retailers that uh, use WooCommerce on their WordPress site, so it's really it's really up to you uh, in terms of that, but... You know, there's also another uh, program called Udemy. Now, Udemy uh, has different terms, different ways of pricing. I think it's a little bit. I've-, I've never taken a course using Udemy, but I know that you can do um, that. You can. I've taken like you can buy courses on Udemy, so you- and that's kind of nice. I don't know exactly. I think there's like a big application process in terms of becoming an instructor, but uh, I definitely. Again, I keep saying this. I just use WooCommerce use WordPress that's very valuable. But anyway, I, there's a report that says from Udemy. I couldn't find anything from Teachable, but Udemy does it a little bit differently where you're you apply to become an instructor, like you apply to become a teacher and then you make courses, and sell those courses for relatively low amounts of money, and people can just buy them, it's not like you enroll in a huge, very expensive course, and then it's played out, and it's like a, you know, three-hour-long tutorial, it's like, I would like maybe 30-minute tutorials, and you buy them by, you know, piece by piece by piece, so, and according to Forbes.com, the average instructor brings in $7,000 from Udemy courses, um, and he says that he's only met one. or He's met one instructor whose class earns him only sixty dollars per month. But there's elite instructors with uh, those who have very large, fo- large followings on social media who can mobilize their own audience, and they buy, they generate six figures from their online courses just using Udemy. So they could, you know, have that as their full-time job. Now, Udemy is, d- is very different. You know, if you want to have a course like me with my Adobe Audition, or you want to have courses that are are played out and structured, then I recommend Teachable or WordPress. So that's that. The next frequently asked question about this is how long does it take? You know, the, the simple answer is a lot of time, but creating an online course can be a big Time investment. So the one, the Adobe Audition course, it took me uh, I would say two hours to make the actual production. However, I put twenty more than twenty hours into planning it out and everything like that. And the whole thing's free. So you know that that was a big amount of time that I put into it. Um, and I decided to make it free. I, when I was constructing it, I kind of had the idea that I might want to charge for it. But when I when it came on launch day. I made it free, because I think the course needs to get out there, people need to download it, it's had tremendous success with over 600 downloads right now, um, so it's go- it's doing very well, it's just, I need to have, uh, you know, more, more kind of experience and more courses out there, so people can begin to buy the courses that I put out there in the future. I think that would be really good. So, you know, if you want to do this, um, most of the time, these courses are two to three hours. I don't know the exact number, uh, of the, the exact time of my Adobe Audition course, but... Most of these courses are two to three hours, and especially if you want to do it where it's day by day by day, like, you know, you start on day one and the computer tells you when it's day two and things like that, then Teachable is the way to go, and I don't really know if they calculate the total hours of the course, but if you—my personal way, and this is the easiest way in my opinion, is to do it in a way— that is a huge video file or multiple video files that you download and then that's how you do the tutorial. That's just my opinion. Anyway, if you want to do it with Teachable, then I would definitely do it with Teachable. However, um if it, it you have to be committed to making the online course. So if I want to go back to this question, how long does it take be committed and just continue to, you know, nail it down. You want to make sure that all the content that you uh advertised on your sales pages out on the course. You want to make sure that everything is in there and that you're giving away the best tips, especially if you're charging for it. Uh, the next question is what technical skills are required? So you, um, if you're a video editor and you're doing filming for your course. It's not just voiceover, which is what I did for the Adobe Audition course. I recorded my screen, uh, using I believe it was Screen Flowy. Or is that what it's called? Screen Flowy or Screen Flow? I can't remember. Yeah, screen flow. I'm sorry. Screen flow is what I used. Um, but there's software called Camtasia, which allows you to do simultaneous, you know, video, uh webcam shots, but also do things on the computer and record yourself. So if you know how to, um, and this is pretty simple, if you know how to video edit and you know how to sync up the audio and the video with your voice and your uh, webcam shots and your computer shots, then by all means edit your own video. But if you really want to take this serious and you don't know and you only know the thing that you're instructing the online course on, then I recommend either hiring someone to do the video editing or learn how to do it yourself and put a lot of time into it because the production value is extremely important. If if it sounds bad and if it looks bad, everyone's going to leave bad reviews and maybe even ask for a refund if you charge. So, make sure that uh you want to that you you know, have the highest quality possible of your uh thing of your whole entire production of your course. So, though that's really 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 important. Okay, so now to uh, now I'm going to talk about kind of the more personal side. What I've been doing with my Adobe Audition course, uh, the Adobe Audition course is right now um, has I'm actually going to look at my exact numbers here. According to WooCommerce here, I have six hundred and thirteen orders of this and. The way that I did it with WooCommerce is they allow me to do it completely and totally automated, so when someone puts in their contact information and says, order course, they automatically get an email, and about two minutes after they click that button, they have the download instructions and the product that they ordered. And if you go on my website, j-dority.com, and you even go on the homepage, you'll see there's a little cart at the top, and then right next to that cart, there's a courses button. And you scroll down, and there'll be an Adobe Audition page, and then a Final Cut Pro page. And there's some details of the sales page for the course on the Adobe Audition page, and there's also some on the Final Cut Pro page. Not as much because um, you it's not available for purchase yet. It's not uh, going to be out until June, but uh, th- you can be put on a waiting list if you want, so you can go to j-dory.com slash fcp for Final Cut Pro. Um, but if you want to... Uh, so I have in my Adobe Audition course, I wanted to try something out. For everyone. Every single person that purchases my Adobe Audition course, 30 days after their purchase, and I use another software to track this, but 30 days after their purchase, they have the opportunity to ask me any questions via email, and I will do my best to respond in the most intricate way possible and detailing every single uh, you know, answer that I could possibly give and going kind of very in detail about what their question might be. And this is totally free, of course. But I wanted to... Give you people, the people who listen to this podcast, and if you made it this far into the podcast, 15 minutes, I commend you. I'm very happy that you did because you kind of get, I'm giving you kind of an exclusive offer. So, as I said, 30 days for people who get the, uh, who just order the course. But if you go to the Adobe Audition course, and when you're checking out, there'll be an option for a coupon code. If you go uh, to, and you enter, if you go to that coupon code, and you enter episode 12 in the coupon code, instead of getting 30 days of questions, you get 60 days of questions, so you can ask me anything you want with 60 days, that's like two months, of having this course. I really, really uh, appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. So, I wanted to give you a special offer. So, definitely go to j-doherty.com slash audition to check that out. Alright, now we're going to transition into sales page strategies for online courses. So, if you go to my website, j-doherty.com, and you do j-doherty.com slash audition, you'll see that I have detailed information about the Adobe Audition course there. Um, so, I'm going to be reading this. I'm going to take kind of occasional pauses to show you how I instru- I kind of constructed this page. So I first start off by uh, introducing myself, saying hi everyone. And all the stuff on my website is in first person. It's nothing. It's very casual, ri- casually written. Nothing is, you know, very formal, and it's all in first person. So if you have a first person website or a first person kind of blog or whatever, do this, and I would highly recommend doing it like this. So I say, hello everyone, my name is Jay Doherty, and I've launched several podcasts over the years, and post-production is one of the most important things in the world of podcasting. And this course is, uh, so that's what I said, and this course is completely for Adobe Audition people who, who have a podcast. It's not just Adobe Audition for, you know, music mixing and things like that, which I highly don't recommend. You should use Logic for that, or GarageBand, or whatever. You want to, this is what I say, you you really want to give kind of context and, it, and just show your experience, why you're qualified to make this course, or uh, sell this course if you're charging money. So that's the first sentence. I, I say, uh, so that's kind of, the point of the first paragraph, or the, the point of the first sentence is for them to read the next sentence, or the point of the first paragraph is to read the second paragraph. The next thing I say in my second paragraph here is, I've been podcasting for what is now three years with several shows, and... One of the many things I've learned that is that all software is hard, especially a complicated product like Adobe Audition. So that's kind of making them feel if they're confused, then... I can help them out. They should enroll in this course if they're confused or they don't know what to do. That is something that applies to not only software, that applies to business building, that applies to technical, pretty much anything. That applies to literally anything. If they don't know how to do it, that's why they're trying to take this course. You go to school because you want to learn. You or you go and you ask your teacher questions because you don't know the answer. That's what you do. So that's kind of making them feel if they if they're kind of lost or they don't know what to do, Then you should take this course, especially if you're charging money. That will kind of be a big point, a big sales point in terms of uh, getting customers. So, the next thing you want to do is say, uh, or this is the the next thing that I said is. Even though I've been podcasting for years, I've been using Audition, and then I've also used other free programs, like GarageBand and Audacity, for even longer. So I say, as a result of all of having all this software experience, there's one fundamental thing that I know for sure. And then, so that's just a short paragraph, or a short uh, sentence. The next thing I say and this is in bold because you want them to look at the key points. The next thing I say is a short sentence, and this is in bold. It can be really tough learning a new, complicated, jam-packed piece of software. So that, that if they if they're you know if they don't have time or they're too lazy to read all the stuff before that bold text is going to stick out to them and they're going to want to you know see what's going on. So I keep I kind of have that consistent bold theme, especially if it's in the longer t- uh, longer forms of paragraphs. So that's what I say. The next thing I say is uh, after that bold sentence. However, once you learn the ins and outs of audition, it is incredibly simple, especially for podcasters. Then I answer a few questions that are very basic, like, what will I cover in the tutorial? And I say, this for this word for word, and you can check it out at j-dory.com slash audition. I say, first of all, I want to say that Adobe Audition is, and probably always will be, my favorite piece of podcasting software that I use on my computer. Then this is in bold, because if people don't want to read the whole thing, they can just scroll down, look at the bold text, and this is what I say in bold that is in the same paragraph. This tutorial was created with for those who have a beginner to intermediate levels of audio editing. However this tu- and then that's the bold. That's cuz I want them to know that. Then I say however this tutorial will also be helpful to those who are simply transitioning from another audio editing software like GarageBand, Audacity, etc. So that's what you th- that's very important. You want to give them at least one checkbox that they can check off that they're applicable for this course that they might want to or that that's something exclusive to that only happens to some people and this can be very simple like you have a passion for what you want to do or it can be very um very specific like saying this is only if you have 10 years as a minimum in audio engineering you need to take this course so you know that is general and specific i personally and i think you should Do it in a general way so more people will be interesting interested in the course, but that's what that's what I recommend. And then I start a new paragraph by saying this is the program that I use to do all of my audio editing. There are a few features that this software has, and I found that there are no other alternative software that has these exact features. Also, there's a certain process that you can run for your audio files, that turns your recordings into something that sounds like they're coming from the best of radio broadcasting station. In this video training product, I walk you through everything you would need to know as a podcaster, and even share my personal settings of the multiband compressor built into Adobe Audition. So, I I said bold, I walk you through everything you would need to know as a podcaster, because again, you want those lazy people who are not going to read the whole thing to know what this whole course is about. Then I say, um, I'm, I also walk you through. The, and I like to get technical so people know what I'm talking about here. I say, I'll also walk you through the proper uh, leveling, hard limiting, equalization, compression, and more. Then in bold, I reaffirm my second paragraph statement by kind of you know uh, repurposing their their thesis or my thesis about them saying. This and this is in bold. it is the last paragraph of the whole entire. Th- this sounds a bit complicated, but remember these are all just fancy words covering up simple things. So that's what I say. And then it's it's kind of a joke and getting a little bit, you know, I guess, loose. I don't know what to say. But getting a little bit looser in terms of this. I say this course will take what appears to be a very intimidating software and make it as easy to use as a toy. Because that's, at the end of the day, what it is. So that's kind of like a joke thing just to make them feel a little bit better if they're confused or whatever. And then I say, and this is in big, bold letters, the best part about it is that it's free. And then I say, uh, kind of the financial investment, if, if this were to be charged, and I say, uh, when you make an investment, you expect to get a return. I can guarantee you that after purchasing this tutorial, and this is as if it was being charged, uh, and you follow my exact exact step-by-step method for enhancing the quality of your podcast, it will sound more professional no matter where what hardware you own. So... That is very important, and especially if you're charging, you want to make a statement like that saying, when you make an investment, you expect to get a return, or when you do this, then you get this, or you expect to get this if you do this. You have to have a call to action and an incentive for people to do it, but also guarantee them something in return to make them feel a little bit better about why they might want to take this course um, and what the benefit for them will be. Because at the end of the day, they're just trying to benefit themselves and don't mind making an investment to better the person who's uh, making the course for them i also have a kind of a quick bullet point list at the end saying plus you will get and this is very exclusive things uh, i have four bullet points saying uh access to ask me anything for the first 30 days of owning to this tutorial and this uh and if you want 60 days then you just go to j slash audition and enter the code episode 12 um Then I also say, uh, the second bullet point is some additional quick tips on publication of your podcast, uh, step-by-step tutorials on configuration for audio input devices, and then fourth, uh, how to effectively export audio in certain formats without losing any audio quality. And then at the bottom of the page, I say, if you have any questions about this course, please feel free to contact me. Now, that is probably the best thing that you could put, especially if you're charging for your courses. You want to have... You want to make them feel that they have access to you to have any questions and it's not a bother for you to answer them. Because um, if you're charging, you know, thousands of dollars for a course, you want to say... Well, I mean, you know, I appreciate your business. So, I, if if you're just even considering having an audio podcast and considering buying this course, uh, if I charge you know a hundred bucks for this, they, then then they want to have access to you. And I also recommend having a frequently asked questions page, which I don't have for this particular course, but it's very valuable to have uh, FAQ course or FAQ pages for uh, your products and pretty much anything that you plan to give to other people because you want to inform them as much as possible. It's very important to inform and to be informed. And that is pretty much everything that I have for you to cover on uh, online courses and, you know, making them, making sure that everything goes well for you. If you have any questions about what I said or anything like that, please feel free to email me uh, at, jay at dot com. It'll be I I actually really like it when I get emails. We love to receive feedback and things like that, uh, you can go to j slash feedback if you want to learn more about that. And also, before I end the podcast, I just want to give a little bit of a plug to another podcast that I'm launching with my friend and co-host, Ryan Thomas-Clark. Now, these two podcasts that I'm about to tell you about are completely and totally separate entities. However, I want to uh, kind of give you a little bit about what it is. So it's all about uh, politics, and it's a politics podcast. It's called JDRC Politics Podcast for J. Doherty, Ryan Clark, politics. You can go to JDRCPolitics.com to find out more. And also, subscribe to my newsletter to find out more. We'll have exclusive things where you can email both me and Ryan and just, you know, whoever you want about what we're going to do. And go ahead and, uh, I guess, check it out because... This podcast, we, we have a couple episodes right now on iTunes that we recorded uh, in the summer, and uh, we really have big ideas uh, for the podcast, and we want to make it high quality, just like this one, and make it on a weekly basis. New episodes for that podcast are coming out every Sunday. New episodes for this podcast coming out every Monday at 5 a.m. Uh, and also may, be sure to sign up for my newsletter to get the latest tips, tricks, content, and more from me. And we hope to start the JDRC politics mailing list very soon as well. So, uh, you can go to JD, JDRC com slash newsletter to be, uh, put on the mailing list again. Thank you so much for listening to episode 12 of the JDRC podcast recorded Friday, February 16th, 2018. Have a great day.